Hello, and welcome to Heart Points, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your husband and GM, Zach. And I am your wife and player, Diana. And this is Series 1, Episode 45 of the Segaranza Campaign. How are you, my darling? I am okay. I had a almost traumatic week at work, so today was a very much needed mental health day for me. I watched a Doctor Who episode. I did some organizational stuff because that always makes me feel better. And now we're about to record and I'm excited. You mean elementary school counselors don't just do finger painting and uh, like uh, coloring books all day? That's preschool teachers. Uh. And I desperately want to be one now. (laughs) What I did is very sad. Yeah, I will we, not go yeah, into let's it. Not go into that. But it was very sad all week. So yeah, um, we are back with Sagranza after a few weeks off for the spookiest best month ever. Uh, we hope you enjoyed those episodes. If you skipped them, I don't blame you, but I do recommend going back and checking out uh, both our Lovecraft esque and our Dead Friends playthrough. Uh, I think they both turned out spectacularly. I agree. Yeah, I mean they both freaked me out. So. That means they were spooky. Yeah, we played so many horror games we did. Uh, this October, we uh, did. some of which we didn't even record. Yeah, some were just for fun. Yeah. Crazy. We played Dead Friend, or we played Dead Friend and Lovecraft Esque for the pod. We also played um, Dread. Dread for the first time, which was a lot of fun. And what was the other Inter- one? Into Winterwood. Yes, right? Don't Walk in Winterwood. Oh, that, that which one. was a, an amazing game that I desperately want us to play for the show. I guess we have to wait until next year for spooky times. Oh, shucks. I can only handle so much of it. Like, we can't, this can't be our whole shtick because I will have a heart attack. <laughs> I can't. But, uh, so we are back in the Segaranza campaign. It's been almost a month since we were last here. So, uh, in case you are, for- you forget what's going on, uh, Sal has led a team of rebel guards into Corpstown to try to lead a rebellion against the city guard, which has set up a, a blockade from Corpstown, between Corpstown and the rest of the city. Sal uh, and her team blew a hole through the protective wall of Segaranza. Successfully. Succe- well, yes. Whether so, or not that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, it was a success. Uh, I mean. We blew the hole. You did. Yes. We did the thing. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I know, uh, when walls are at their best, when there's a huge hole in them. Absolutely. That's how they function. And then met up with a few Null tribes, including the Gilnaw clan and the Mythnaw clan, and managed to uh, gather up some allies, and has now decided that they are going to uh, split up into groups. Yes? I'm going to pause for a second here, because you skipped over the best and probably most time-consuming part of the last 7,000 episodes that it took to get from blowing the wall hole mm-hmm. into where we are now. Okay. All of the arguments. Sal made so many speeches. So many of them. I got so many people on my side because I made so many speeches. Yeah. there in, Well, and I think that was really important for Sal in the course of this campaign because uh, you are desperately going to need allies at this point. Yes. Um, yes, I am. But yeah, uh, the Rebel Guard tried to bail on you and you were able to keep them together. Mithna Jamiri tried to keep her clan from joining you and you were able to talk them into joining. Um, it's because my charisma. I'm very charismatic for as annoying as I am. It's a secret stat. Yeah. 
and you were able to, yeah, you were able to get a lot of folk on your side to uh, come to your aid and join your cause. And now you uh, have sent out a lot of your allies to try to gather up anyone who's in hiding and take them to the Corpstown uh, Cemetery, mm-hmm. uh, which is mostly composed of these Towers of Silence, right? These um, places where sky burials are the norm, as well as some crematoriums. But specifically, you have given everyone orders to go to the cemetery and go to the Tower of Averius, which is the location where the god of the steppe, Averius, is rumored to have uh, arisen, right? And it's where only the most honored and powerful of Segaranza's citizens can be buried. Uh, it is a, a, a massive, prominent monument in Corpse Town mm-hmm. and in the cemetery. So it makes an excellent place for y'all to meet. As you were going out, you put together a small team of yourself, uh, the young Noel, whose name I've already forgotten. Who is Jamiri's Jamiri's son. son. Uh, the same one who you saved from the riot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Abavin. As well as uh, two rebel guard. I think that's it. I think it's just you, yeah. Abavin, and two rebel guard. Everyone else who you trust, you put in charge of their own small groups to try to get people together. Yeah. And as you were making your way to the cemetery you could hear fighting breaking out in other parts of the city. Yes. And that's where we left off. That's a pretty comprehensive, I think, summary of the last couple episodes. Did I miss anything? No, I think that's fair. I think that's, I mean, I think that's exactly where we are. We're up Schitt's Creek with, like, the sliver of a paddle. Mm -hmm. That's where we are. Mm -hmm. I I used an analogy thingy correctly. Is that what they're called? And no. An idiom? Idiom. I used it correctly. I don't usually use them correctly, and I used it correctly. I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of you, too. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are in the in the square, in the uh that in the square where the Mithna clan lives. And you have suddenly heard fighting breaking out, the twanging of bows, the clashing of swords, the shouting of men and women in combat. But it sounds like it is in the opposite direction of where you need to go mostly i have already um broken off from the group to go rescue someone and almost severely got zofia injured Mm -hmm. i have no one that i trust and a small child with me Mm -hmm. i can't go help them as much as i want to it's like i'm going against my own nature but i have to continue on to the cemetery other people are relying on me more people are relying on me i think that's fair so I have to let them go, and Zofia's probably going to die, because it's going to be mean. <laughs> Zofia has taken uh, some serious uh, serious damage over yeah. the course of this, uh, this little endeavor. Yeah, she's not doing hot. Why don't we make a roll <clears throat> to see if you can get to Corpse Town? Do my navigate roll? Yeah, let's do the navigate roll to see how well you guys can get through here without significant trouble now does it matter because i had asked abavin to lead the way does that change anything no okay uh one thing i did forget is that you sent out omin and petronalia yeah you sent out omin and pat in Mm -hmm. uh to find the location of uh yeah and then i had i asked someone to stay back 
I think it was Mama Min. I'd asked Mama Min, Hamna mm-hmm. Mama Min, to stay back and let them know when they got back that we were going to be at the cemetery. Yeah. I had planned accordingly for this. Yep. But I don't know where they are. And I am worried about everybody. Yeah. Yeah, you are divided. Yes. I rolled a seven. I don't get distracted by something beautiful, dangerous, or frightening. It doesn't cost you any more than you expect. You don't run into anyone who seeks to distract, deter, or harm. And it doesn't take longer than expected. So I don't run into anybody who seeks to distract, deter, or harm us. That's that's the one I'm choosing. I think I'm going to make a move here in which you guys are making your way through the city streets. Uh, You are... Abavin is leading the way. Uh, you guys are ducking through alleyways, uh, running under canopies and uh, through... Uh, We're taking secret routes. Yes. Ducking and dodging through obstacles spread throughout the city. At one point, the four of you run past this square. And in the square is a group of city guard. And you guys are running past them out of their sight. Mm-hmm. What is that face? I picked that mm-hmm. I don't run into anybody who's going to do me harm. Yeah, I know. Okay. And there's about five or six of these guard here. And you recognize them as guard because of the armor that they're wearing. They're wearing that same uh, sort of uh, mithril white armor. Mm-hmm. But they are in full cast, right? Um, full plate. So they look straight up like knights in shining armor sort of deals. Yes. With massive helms and faceplates covering their faces. Mm -hmm. There's about four or five of them here. Mm -hmm. And it's just them. And I think Sal stops a moment to investigate. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely she would do that. Because they look different than the other city guard. Usually they're wearing like kind of piecemeal plate, chest plate, pauldrons. um, They've got pe bits but not the whole thing yeah some chain uh generally protected but these guys are these four are completely decked out and sal stops and as she watches one of them walks over to a storefront Mm -hmm. and raises one of their gauntlets and with their palm up and then they clench their fingers like finger by finger Mm -hmm. okay and fire erupts Hmm. there's a there's this massive blast and just uh the glass of the storefront like bursts out and fire pours out and another one walks to another storefront does the same thing um and a massive blast a huge explosion this kapow that reverberates through the square and then i think sal uh snaps out of it as she sees abovin is making his way further uh, like a block or two down and runs to catch up with him well actually no i'm sorry i shouldn't have done that no but that's exactly that is exactly what i do that's exactly what i do i was i was just trying to imply that you were distracted but not you didn't have you didn't engage yeah you didn't have to engage you can if you want sorry no 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 no. that's exactly what i would have done um because sam is freaking the fuck out what there's magic there's very explicit magic. There was kind of implicit magic, right? Mm-hmm. There was like hints of magic. There were those specters that no one believed that she saw. But now there's real magic. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't have it. Which actually falls I, under your bardic lore. So Yes. Do you, I recognize it from my spells and magic book? It's the first time I've encountered this important 
thing. I know. I've done a bad job of incorporating this into the story when it was something you explicitly said that you wanted to be interested in. Well, no, I just thought it would help with this with the specters, mm-hmm. which they had a name. I forget. The devils. The devils. I, I thought it would help with the devils, but then we didn't pursue that line of um, storytelling, mm-hmm. which is fine. I do think active magic in this setting, because of how we've played it so far, is very rare. Yeah. It is not something that you see very often, but I think it is something that maybe was more popular at one time mm-hmm. or it the or just because it is so rare, it is something that is frequently written about and you are familiar with it. Like yeah. you know a lot about it. So what how are they using magic? That's my question. That's a good question. Like specifically what I'm thinking in my head, what Sam is thinking in her head is is it the gauntlets? That are creating the magic where they can because they're using their hands, mm-hmm. or have they been given some sort of special something, and that's why they're wearing special garb? Like, do they have like a tattoo or something that gives them magic, or does the garb indicate that they are capable of using magic? Like, they were born with the innate ability. So, like, how are they using the magic? What is how is that a thing for them? That's a really good question. What do you think is the most Fun. I think they were given something that allows them to use magic, and that's why they were practicing on these storefronts. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily need to be the gauntlet that gave them the magic, but I think they were given some, and then that's why they're like the elite, which is why they're wearing the special armor. Yeah, because they were like given something special. Yeah. Okay. Let's go with that. Let's let's. Well, I like the idea of the this particular magic being um, channeled through the gauntlet. Mm-hmm. So. Sal recognizes that these are enchanted gauntlets. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to change that. Okay. Let's say that Sal recognizes this as a... I kind of think that maybe this is a some sort of mineral-based magic. Uh, I'm thinking of... Who is like, it? Is it Patrick Rothfuss who has the series about uh, magic is based on uh, ingesting metals? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Man. But what I mean, why not? Right? Like these gauntlets are made out of something special, and uses the f- sapphire crystal that's all around the city. That's probably infused itself into a lot of the buildings and stuff. Yeah, I don't think it is. I don't think it is the gauntlets. I think they wear these massive, these these massive full pieces of armor because they are squishy. Otherwise, right? Because they have dedicated themselves to the study of magic, or they mm-hmm. have they have made their bodies weakened. Okay. Because like they need the armor to make themselves effective soldiers. Okay. Because without it, they can't. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, no. Are they like blobs inside of this, or no. are they just like weakling humans? I think they're. I think they're weak humans. Okay. And I think yes. I think this is a magic derived from ingesting a mineral similar to the Sephira. Okay. So the same way that the Sephira protects against. The devils. Mm-hmm. There are other known, pro- there are other known minerals with magic properties. Okay, which with the right dedication and the right study can be utilized to cast magics. So these are nerds. These are nerds. These are nerds. Except they're they're evil jock scientists. Nerds. Yeah, yeah, they're yes. evil scientists. Yep. Yeah, okay. I want to go there. All right, cool, cool. That's terrifying, and I recognize this. And so in my head, I'm like, well, if I could get them out of their uniforms, that would be great. But to do that, I have to get close to them, and that's not going to happen. Maybe we just avoid them. Yeah. That would also limit the use of magic if magic is 
intrinsically tied to minerals and things that you need to access like spell components yeah right yeah um and that would explain why there's not a lot of active magic because yeah. it's hard to and to probably accumulate enough within your system you'd probably have to eat a lot of it yeah to be I don't able know to do any gonna, like real magic yeah i don't know if we'll go with the eating long term but definitely you need to uh i don't know what's a good word What what's a good term do you think for uh a mineral that would give you explosive firepower we already have a city called Forza. Yeah, I don't know. All right, we'll come up with it. Yeah. I will m- mark a note for the first time in forever. Yeah. Maybe something like volcanic or something. Ooh, yeah, that's good. I like that. Diana's got a lot of great ideas. You always have good ideas. I got some good ideas. So um, you continue on your way uh, with Abavin leading the way and the two city guards behind you or alongside you. And you are coming up on a walled gate behind which you can see the Towers of Silence. Mm -hmm. The cemeteries. You have not run into any of the other groups that you sent out so far. Well, we were making a straight shoot for the cemetery and they weren't, so I I don't know that I would expect any of them there yet. Yeah, you were kind of trying to get there first, right? So that you could organize people as they come in. Right, yeah. Also, there are going to be people in the cemetery. Like, there are going to be people who sought shelter in the cemetery, plus mm-hmm. there's probably people who live in the cemetery. Um, so I want to try to start recruiting them. But really, it's just so I can set up base. All right. So there is this, there's this gate, and you guys, are, you guys are quickly approaching it. Is it locked? I mean, I just I walk up to the gate. Okay. I do that. Abavin stops at the gate uh, and waits for you to catch up. Mm-hmm. And when you do, I picture it as there is a road that leads around the the cemetery wall and then there's like buildings there's like blocks on the other side of the road right okay yeah when you do and you and the other uh city guard or rebel guard approach you hear a voice behind you that says um you there what are you doing with that young null where are the city guard are they in front of me next to me uh yeah i i very pointedly look at one of the city guard like, trying to indicate that they need to turn around and respond to this. Like, with my eyes. Okay. I don't say anything. Yeah. Uh, this rebel guard that you've taken with you turns and he puts his hand on his sword and he says, um, we're seeking entrance into the cemetery. Are you still, like, facing the Yeah, I haven't gate? turned around yet. Yeah. The voice says, uh, the three of you aren't allowed, aren't, uh, aren't welcome here. Leave the null boy and make your make it on your way. Okay. And this uh, the one of the city guard or one of the rebel guard kind of like is like tapping your shoulder. Yeah, I'm I'm turning around now. There's a man and a woman who are dressed in uh, thick leathers. Uh, they have their hair like tied up uh, out of their faces, and they have shovels. They have spades mm-hmm. in their hands, uh, as well as like. Uh, a belt of tools around their waist. Uh, I kind of want to paint it as like fantasy overalls, these okay. th- like thick leather overalls, uh, big heavy boots, uh-huh. like a blacksmith, like those big thick aprons, like an ap- of- yeah, yeah, like a thick apron. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they would also have um, half masks, like these leather half masks that cover like up to their nose, like medical masks. But yes. but obviously not medical. Like these thick leather half masks mm-hmm. that go like up to their nose, cover their mouths and their nodes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess their voices would have been muffled a little bit. Okay. Um, and they're kind of, there's uh, two of them, they're standing in the street. 
uh, with their with their spades and like threateningly towards the two rebel guard. Yeah, I look at them and I go, "We're here to fight." <laughs> That's a little ambiguous. Oh wait, yeah, uh, yeah, that you're right. Go, that isn't. I'm like, I'm go, okay. We're all here to fight. No, <laughs> I think she laughs. I think she just was kind of startled and said, "We're here to fight," and then nothing happened. Right, like she didn't finish it, and mm-hmm. then she kind of like half laughs, like, huh, "No, I mean, we're here to fight the city guard. These guard are they've they're working with us. We we're here to fight." with you to help save corpse town uh these two people kind of like look at each other and then look back to you and then abavin like steps forward and goes it's true they're here to help we're trying to bring everybody into the cemetery and these two people like take a few steps forward and they look around they look up and down the street and then i think they like run to the gate and kind of like push you guys aside so that they can get to the gate mm-hmm um, and there's like a big lock and they pull out their keys. Their woman with the spade turns to you and says, um, where are you from? I'm from out of town. Unfortunately, you might know my name. I'm Concession. You can see her eyes kind of like get a little big. And she goes, you're Concession. You're the one who's started all of this. I didn't start this, but. I think the, the guy goes, yeah, don't give her that much credit. Okay, well, hold on now. I did a lot of things. I did a lot of things, but um, I didn't start this. Messiah did, and she's an evil bitch, and I'm going to kill her. Uh, and then and then, very late, she covers Ava Finn's ears. <laughs> the, uh, the woman goes, uh, well, it's good to have you here. We've been taking in Knowles since this started and other people who are trying to get away from the fighting. Uh, and there's like this loud click, and the lock on the gate opens... And the guy pushes open the gate. It's like this big, like, wrought iron gate. Like I, you would picture in an old cemetery? Yeah. Um, I don't think the f- the wall is particularly strong. Mm-hmm. It is mostly meant as a, like, a courtesy wall so okay. that you can't see. What's going on back yes, there? Yes, the yeah. cemetery is considered quite dirty and a host for devils. Mm-hmm. So it's like this courtesy wall that keeps out the... Um, the images of the like the no one wants carriers. to see death yeah. yeah there's almost always like a gate or something around cemeteries mm-hmm. yeah but uh the, the he opens up the the gate and like waves everybody through i start kind of running down what we're gonna do with them like you know we're gonna head to this pillar and we're gonna set up camp and we've got these weapons to hand out so if there are any knolls that you know of if there are people here who are willing to fight who want to fight we want them to join us we want to bring this fight to them we don't want to let them just take corpse town okay uh they they like nod and they say all right if we see anyone else we'll direct them to where you went thank you he says um while you're in there try to find root she's the head of the grave diggers guild Root with an R or Groot? Root. Like the plant. Root. Okay. Root. Okay. Well, should I change that name? No, Root makes sense. I just thought I heard a G sound at the beginning. I like Root. Okay. Um, That's goes, how my dad says Ruth. Well, I think it's I. Uh, it's probably the Portuguese form of Root. Ruth. It's R-U-T-E. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, says, he says, look for Root. She's the leader of, she's the leader of the Gravediggers Guild. She'll help you out. Okay. Um, we're, we're going to keep an eye on the streets. Thank you. And they uh, they step outside the wall and they close the gate and you hear this loud... I obviously, while talking to them, told them that we're expecting more groups. Yeah. Um, okay. 
just so that they know that mm-hmm. that's coming. And that's, I think, another reason why they want to be out here. Yeah. So you are in the cemetery now. You are in the Corpstown Cemetery, and it is this, I think it is a fairly strange place. Yeah. Um, it feels different in a, I mean, in the same way that all graveyards feel different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, I grew up in a town where the, like, the public soccer fields were right next to the cemetery and they were separated by like a walking path Mm -hmm. and if you were on the path with the like the soccer fields it felt different than if you were on the side of like you crossed the path and entered into the cemetery yeah there is just a sensation of um it's different yes uh there's like a sensation of respect here there's a sensation of somberness here uh but it is also a little bit it feels dangerous as well okay it feels that feeling that you've that sal has felt every time she's seen a devil in Mm -hmm. the city Mm -hmm. there's this underlying sensation of that feeling okay so unsettling yes she is unsettled one of the first things she sees when she walks in is uh a pair of wild dogs like walking like trotting in between like grave markers Mm -hmm. and there are birds in the trees that are massive huge wingspans uh huge breasted huge sharp beaks ending in black beards sound does not have the same aversion to birds that diana does Mm -hmm. but she is still freaked out by these massive birds Mm mm-hmm yeah, remember when we went to the zoo and that tree was just full of vultures? God, that's... Oh my God, I'm so uncomfortable now. <laughs> I am so uncomfortable right now. Yes, um, I do remember that. Birds are dinosaurs and shouldn't be allowed to exist. End. End of rant. <laughs> There's... Uh, I think the, the ground is all gravel and stone. Mm-hmm. Um, there are small, what look like mausoleums, which are probably uh mostly crematoriums i think there are some mausoleums as well i don't think everyone in the city either cremates or sky berries i think some people like um traditional berry burials yeah um but for the most part most of the city cremates or sky berries so there are um a lot of these crematoriums like family crematoriums where Mm -hmm. you your family gets burned and your ashes are stored some mausoleums spread throughout uh and then dotting the landscape are these almost like cylindrical pyramids like these upside down cones with flat tops yeah rising out of the earth which are these um the towers of silence okay and uh some of them have stairs like the smaller ones i think have like a short spiral stairway on the outside that Mm -hmm. leads to the top uh some of them are as small as like 10 feet high others are 20 30 feet high Different heights, different sizes, different base widths, all spread out throughout this um, the cemetery that is the size of several city blocks, uh-huh. like it's a big... Central Park sized, yeah, right. Huge, huge park slash cemetery, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you guys are you guys are standing there. Um, what do you do? I think I like kind of whisper, kind of to Ibevin. I'm just like, uh, take us where we need to go and then i like clear my throat <clears throat> take us where we need to go i don't know if abavin would know isn't it like the biggest 
Yes. Pillar of Silence? Yeah, so you can yeah, you can see it from in here. Yeah, I'm so sorry. yeah. So I just have him lead because I think I'm a little my feet are a little bit stuck. Okay. Because of this feel like I am feeling an overwhelming feeling of uncertainty, of dread, of like all of my insecurities have kind of come rushing to me. Like this is a very uncomfortable place. And I'm starting to feel like it is a bad place. And I totally understand why people do not come here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of that is weighing on me. So I cannot be the first to make an action. Like, I recognize that about myself. I need somebody to move first. Okay. All right. Then, yeah. Abavin nods and he starts walking. And you guys start making your way mm-hmm. through the cemetery. Yeah. You guys are are walking walking along the this path that leads in between the mausoleums leads in between the uh the crematoriums leads in between the towers mm-hmm. and you are starting to get the sensation that you are being watched i start kind of loudly talking about our plans to abavin like because i feel like the people who are watching me i feel like i am being watched by the people who are hiding in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. That is my assumption. That just sounds assumption. And so she wants to gain their trust without necessarily calling out that she knows she's being watched. Okay. So she turns to Abavin and she's like, all right, Abavin, let's review our plan. Let's do this. We're going to head to the Pillar of... What is the name of the Pillar of... I forget. Uh, the Tower of Averius. The Tower of Averius. We're going to the Tower of Averius. We're going to set up camp. We are going to wait... For our reinforcements, we are going to pass out weapons to anyone who is willing to fight against the guard, against Messiah, and we are going to wage war against them. We are going to take Corpstown back. You catch a glimpse of someone moving behind a mausoleum. I think I stop and I kind of shout out, I'm looking for Ruth. Root? Then Groot is supposed to help me? I don't think there is a response. Okay. I kind of look at Abavin. He probably shrug- shrugs his shoulders like, uh. mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I kind of like yell loudly say this. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to head to the tower and hopefully Root will be there waiting for us. You you start walking? Yeah, again? and then we start walking. Okay. Uh, as you start walking, you hear footsteps behind your group. Mm-hmm. That do not belong to your group. Yep. So the question is, does Sound trust this? Trust the process to not get murdered? Or does she turn around and try to fight whoever's coming? I think, because Abavin was leading the way, mm-hmm. she kind of steps behind Abavin and like motions for the city guard to kind of come in front of her so that she's at the back of the pack. Okay. I keep calling them city guard, the rebel guard, because we need to dif- differentiate. Yeah. I kind of motion for the rebel guard to come in front of me so that they are in between me and Abavin, since the threat is behind us. Mm-hmm. And I turn around. Okay. Uh, can you roll a... Discern realities. No. <gasps> Actually... Um, defy danger? Yeah, I think defy no! danger. Quick thinking or acting fast. Is that dex? Getting out of the way or acting fast. Mm, what's what's quick thinking? Uh, in- intelligence. Let's do acting fast. Let's see if you're quick enough. Okay. I rolled a seven plus two is a nine. Do 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 do. You turn just in time to see uh, a pair of 
unsho- uh, a pair of bare feet, a pair of bare dog-like feet dive off of the path and behind um, a uh, crematorium building. I did not pull a weapon. I'm going to be very clear that I did not pull mm-hmm. a weapon. I'm always strapped, though. I'm always strapped. But I didn't pull a weapon. Um, I think I crouch. Much like when you're talking to a kindergartner, you mm-hmm. want to get like on their level. You don't bend at the waist because then they can just like gut punch you. You got to get down on your knees. So I do that and I go, hey, what's going on? There is no response for a moment. So you so let's say you saw that like those feet disappear on like the left side. Okay. From your right side, mm-hmm. right behind you. Oh, good. Or like right beside you, mm-hmm. you hear like, um, like the sniffing of like a dog like <laughs> mm-hmm. i don't move i don't move i keep myself still and i go we're just here to help i'm looking kind of into dead air mm-hmm. in front of me and i'm just and i just say just here to help i'm on my haunches i'm down i'm like in a position where i can't really harm anybody my hands are not near my weapons we're just here to help you hear a low voice say um i believe you consasal i'm so creeped out um do i recognize the voice nope okay i slowly start to stand very slowly very painfully my legs hurt now Mm -hmm. and i go i'm so glad you already know who i am you hear the rebel guard behind you kind of like shout and draw their swords and i tell them very loudly stand down Protect Ibovin, mm. but stand down. Uh, that voice that was coming behind you steps in front of you, like steps like around mm-hmm. to, to face you. Mm-hmm. And it is a null. And it is a null that is uh, dressed in bones, mm-hmm. leathers and bones um, with some furs. His hair is tied up and matted. His his fur is like scraggly and unkempt. Okay. Uh, and he has uh put like he has like white paint like uh covering his forehead and like like from his forehead and his eyes, um and down to his ears. And I think he has like he's like a jackal type okay. looking because we've talked about how like the gnolls in this setting are like hyena or jackal or wild dog mm-hmm. he's a little more jackal like in his features mm-hmm. very sharp pointed ears uh, a thinner nose and um he like cocks his head to the side and he looks very much this is the first gnoll that you've seen in segaranza that looks a lot like the gnoll that attacked you in the step okay my heart races like my heart picks up Definitely, like, skipped a beat and then pounds terrifyingly in my chest. Mm-hmm. I am I am scared. This is the first. I was scared in the steps, and I am scared now. I'm scared. But I go, hi, hello. Uh, you obviously know my name. Uh, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Probably should come up with a name for him first. I mean, you don't have to. He could refuse to tell me his name. He goes, um, my name is Ib Jamad. He, uh, he exposes his neck and, like, pats his neck. Like, pats his, like, the carotid artery. Similar to what you saw the other gnolls do with, uh, with, uh, Mithna mm-hmm. Jamiri. He holds out his throat and he pats his neck. I do the same thing back at him. 
because mm-hmm. I don't know what the custom is. I've only ever seen that done with her and her family, and I didn't I didn't know if that was like a normal thing or not. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just repeat his action back to him. He gets this big toothy grin and you can see all of his canines as he smiles kind of widely there is definitely like a stop in my heart for a second mm-hmm. and then it it's continuing to beat very fast and this other knoll steps out the one that you had initially been talking to mm-hmm. uh and this one is a little more hyena like but dressed in the same way mm-hmm. as um ib jamad and uh he goes this is my pupil gilaki you're looking for root i am he nods, uh, and then he looks towards the tower, and he goes, She is not that way. I can take you to her, or we can find her for you. Could you find her for us? That is a great imposition to ask on my new friend. I am sorry, but we're expecting more people to join us at the tower, and I don't want them to beat us there. Ib says, um, There are many people in the cemetery now. They are not at that tower. They are with Root. I go, well, that changes things. Take us to Root. He nods. Um, wait. I want to be clear that you are still probably the first people from your group. Yes. Like, you know, chronologically, Mm -hmm. it makes sense that you would be the first people from your group to be here. The people who are with Root are the people who were taking refuge in the cemetery. Okay. And the people who live there. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page. I wasn't trying to... So, you don't have to meet with that, with the group of people that have come in like the refugees mm-hmm. but i think that's what he's saying is like there's a there are many people here yes I, and i got that i got that meaning i understood that okay um and i and i still say well that changes things take us to root Ibjamad nods uh and he turns and he starts taking you down another path uh and he says um i've been expecting you for days now Sasal. i thought you'd be here sooner if I had known you were expecting me, I would have been here sooner. Why? Why, why were you expecting me? Uh, he laughs like this, like, yipping jackal laugh. And he says, because the dead mother told me you were coming. And I think we'll end there. <laughs> Obviously, that's a reference to my dreams mm-hmm. and the goddess that was murdered. Mm-hmm. I know. I know that that's what it's in reference to. But Constantin was like, oh, he murdered someone. He's murdered someone and now he's going to murder me. Like, she's not making that connection right away because she's scared. Mm-hmm. I think that's it for us this week. <gasps> I thought that I think that went pretty well. I agree with you. I agree mm-hmm. with you. Uh, a lot of world building this episode. Yeah. Not a lot of action, but a lot of, lot I, of stuff happened. I think there was a lot of action. I'll be honest. My heart rate is up. Diana's heart rate is up. <laughs> well, that's just because I mentioned big birds. Oh, they get so big. They're terrifying. Their wings are like bigger than people. It's too much. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't exist. We want to start off by thanking our editor, Zach B., without whom the show would not get made. Seriously, thank you, Zach B. Uh, we also want to thank In Love with Ghost for the use of their song Chilling at Nemo's Place off of the album Healing. Please uh, find In Love with a Ghost on Spotify. You can find them on Bandcamp. Uh, or wherever you get your music. Um, they are perfect fall weather. Oh my God, it's so good for so fall. So just put it on while you're playing your role-playing games for your own sessions, because we hope that our campaign has lit a fire under your butt to go GM a game or play in one. Yeah, my uh, my board game playlist on, on Spotify is all like in love with the ghost and life-formed and like similar kind of lo-fi, like pleasant chiptune kind of stuff i love it 
Uh, if you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It's really important to help other people find us. We love hearing from you. We love getting your reviews, and it's it's just really valuable. I don't think we've gotten one in a little while, so please, please leave us a review, and we'll mention you on the show, and we'll yeah. read a little bit of your review. Yeah, please do so, especially if you listened to our Halloween stuff, just because I think that's fun. Yes, I would love to get some reviews on some of our uh, one-shot specials and, and get some feedback on those. Absolutely. You can follow us on Twitter at HeartPointsPod. Please tweet about us, tweet to us. We would love to see us. You can tag us or hashtag HeartPointsPod. Uh, we love talking to you guys on Twitter. I'm constantly connected to the Twitter and trying to talk to people, talk about games, talk about podcasting, whatever. We love to hear from you. Yeah, seriously. He loves Twitter just like so, so much. It's gross. I mean, I hate Twitter, but I uh, I but you am love addicted it. to Twitter. But you love it. That's, you love mm-hmm. it. But you could also find us on Facebook at HeartPointsPod. And on there, I post memes. Memes. <laughs> I've been posting memes. Um, and enjoying myself. Yeah. Also want to give a special thanks to my brothers this episode who bought us a second snowball ice for my birthday. What, what, bros? Our uh, setup now is so fancy. We have two mics. We have two arms. Uh, I don't have to sit next to my gross, gross husband. This is wonderful. That's, yeah. Now we just sit across from each other and stare at each other all episode. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really great. Uh, also want to thank Ben Wallace of the Pot of Love podcast for showing us how to use voice meter. Uh, if you're not listening to Pot of Love, you absolutely should be. They just wrapped their first season, which they were playing in uh, like Philadelphia. They're starting their second season with a new setting. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And I think by the time this episode comes out, we will be on their show. Yeah, because we met them and we played a game with them. Yes, we went on Pot of Love. It, we had a wonderful time uh, chatting with uh, Ben and Mel. Uh, we played Pot of Love for the first time. I don't know how it turned out. Um, I had a lot of fun playing it audio-wise, though. I don't know how interesting it'll be. We were learning. <laughs> we were learning the game, so please be pa- please be patient with us. I, I feel bad for Ben, who had to edit that. Yeah, um, it was a lot. You should you should check out their show. It is very sweet. It's very cute. Yes. It's a lot of fun. And we will be on a, a episode, if not this week, then hopefully soon i believe yeah um so keep an eye out for that or you know if we don't come out i guess you're just gonna have to keep listening to their show until we do our crossover episode i guess uh and uh i think we also will be guesting on refugees of esmeralda soon (gasps) the other podcast on the all parts open network playing jeff stormer's mission accomplished which i think is currently out on kickstart there's so much stuff going on i I, I didn't prep any of this it's exciting though yeah there's a lot of stuff going on so uh at the end of this month we're gonna be at pax unplugged yeah there's a lot going on guys yeah so just in summary uh jeff stormer of party of one podcast has a kickstarter for his mission accomplished game you should go back it you can listen to us play it on the refugees of esmeralda podcast which will be up I think when this episode comes out or soon later in the week or next week. And you should also check out the pod of love podcast and listen to us play the fog of love board game. It's super fun. And if you don't want to listen to us be bad at that game, you should just listen to them be good at that game. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very good. And I think that's everything. Yeah. All right. Thank you all so much for joining us. We hope you had a fun time and We hope to see you again next week. In the meantime, have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one.